0: You are listening to Mining Stock Education, where you'll learn from the top leaders in the natural resource sector and uncover quality mining investment opportunities. I believe silver has bottomed. I believe we're going to see a major move in silver to the upside. And, um, you know, in due time, I think we'll go north of $30.
1: Can I call this interview pro trader Nick Santiago goes all in on silver?
0: That's exactly why I'm telling you.
1: Okay. All right. That's
0: exactly why I'm telling you. Hopefully everybody could jump on board here. You're you're
1: making me want to go buy some silver equities after we get off this call here. You
0: should do it. ASAP. I would do it right now while we're online.
1: It's Bill Powers, and this is Mining Stock Education. I'm joined today with my friend, master trader Nick Santiago from InTheMoneyStocks.com always like to get a trader's perspective on the markets. I'm not a trader, and so it's good to hear from a trader just to see how an experienced trader sees these markets. Nick, as we're talking, I can see behind you that your screens are red, and it has been a red week in the markets. Inflation numbers hotter, higher than expected. Now the pundits are talking about a 100-point basis rise at the next Fed meeting. How are you interpreting what's going on in these red markets this week?
0: Well, again, it was a CPI number that triggered it off. And uh, basically, you know, everybody thinks that these markets are, uh, you know, because we had that June bounce into uh, August that these markets retraced a little bit and they would recover. And and they did have a a one week bounce from there. But the bottom line is the Fed Fed has to catch up to the two year Treasury note yield. That yield is nearing 4 percent. The current Fed funds rate is around two and a quarter to two and a half. They still got a lot of work to do. Now, I know this coming meeting, which is going to be on Wednesday, I believe, the the 21st of September. uh, There many people are calling for a 100 point rate hike. I think they're probably just going to go 75 basis points. But I don't even think it matters. They still have a lot more to go. They got to get to that, you know, 3.9 to 4 percent level. You know, you don't even need a Federal Reserve if you just put the Fed funds rate or at the uh, at the two year U.S. Treasury note yield. If they copycats that, you don't really even need a Federal Reserve. It's pointless. So, but they're not going to tell you that. But any veteran trader that's been in this business for you know 15, 20, 30 years knows that. And um, you know, they're still behind the curve. I mean, listen, food prices are high. Energy prices are still elevated at the pump, despite the recent correction in oil. And I think oil's bottoming here. So get ready, brace yourself. Oil's going back up too. This is not over. So, you know, bottom line is these these markets are gonna to continue to go lower. Um, I don't really think that uh, you know, we're at a point where we're gonna get a significant bounce. I think that was done, as you know, in June, uh, really into October, that was the bounce. Now we're in the second half of the bear. So be prepared for it. You know, markets will not go down a straight line, but they're ultimately headed lower.
1: Is At 4%, uh, where do you see that going in let's say the next three to six months and what trades are you employing in the bond market?
0: I haven't done anything in the bond market for a while. As you know, uh, in the past, I was very bullish on yields going up. Um, I caught the bulk of that move. Now I'm just sitting around. Um, I'm not touching the bond market because it really could be all over the map. And I just don't like to be in any kind of a trade where I don't have an edge. So I've, I've left it alone. I haven't uh, done anything there. My trades now, believe it or not, are in the metals. I'm, I'm loving silver. I'm in gold miners. Didn't you close out um, a silver position? I just closed out a silver call option, which I made 60% on in about three days. So I did close that out. I bought SLV call options uh, right on September 1st or the day before that. And then I got out of it on a, on a big 8% morning pop. And I closed that trade out for um, 60%. And that was a, a really good one. And But I'm, I'm going to get right back in that. Because I believe silver has bottomed. I believe we're going to see a major move in silver to the upside. And um, you know, in due time, I think we'll go north of
1: $30. So this is the bottom, $19-ish silver is the bottom well, you're I think, seeing?
0: I think we did a few shows ago, and I said, I'm going to wait for silver to break 18 bucks, mm-hmm. And I said, that's going to be your spot to get in. And I just let everybody know I made a substantial purchase in physical silver as well. And I haven't done that since March 2020. So just to show you, not only is my conviction in the ETFs, but I've also actually picked up um, actual silver uh, coins and silver bullion.
1: Okay. So, but you use the call options for leveraged returns using your knowledge as a trader.
0: That's right. And I, and I also bought SLV as a swing trade. So I bought the SLV, which I still own. I took half off the table of that uh, for just under 8%. I bought the SLV call option, which I took it all off because you get a 60% percent gain in a few days. You got to take it off. But I'll reestablish that trade again as soon as I get a, a nice uh, bullish pattern. But
1: we're at the bottom. So can I can I call this interview pro trader Nick Santiago goes all in on silver?
0: That's exactly why I'm telling you.
1: Okay. All right. Yes.
0: That's exactly why I'm telling you. Hopefully, everybody could jump on board here. It's not you're, too late. you're
1: making me want to go buy some silver equities after we get you off should, this call here.
0: You should do it okay. ASAP. I would do it right now while we're online. Okay.
1: Well, I want to stay focused. I'll get through the next 15 minutes and then I think I will, Nick. Uh, gold's at 1665. You mentioned 1500, 1450. You're looking for those levels. Are those yes. still your bottoming levels for gold?
0: Yes. Yes, they are. There's still the number that hasn't changed. And remember when I said that to everybody, gold was around 2000 when I made that call. And people were laughing at me back then saying, no, 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 it could never go down there now. Now we're only 120, 150 points away and it's almost there. And you know what's going to happen, Bill? What always happens, when it gets to that level, nobody's going to want it. Nobody's going to want it. They're going to be scared. But that's when you got to step up. That's when you got to get in there.
1: Wow. So you're big on the precious metals, uh, you, uh, the U.S. economy. Uh, would you agree with this statement? The U.S. economy is a derivative of asset bubbles. Is that an accurate statement?
0: To some degree, it's an accurate statement, but it's the best house on a bad block. The whole world is a catastrophe. Europe is an absolute disaster. They're already in a depression. And then they got a, an energy crisis that I've never seen in my lifetime. I mean, you know, so what the U.S. is, it gets capital flows coming in because everywhere else is so terrible. So that's what's happening in the United States. You know, um, it, it, it's the Federal Reserve, it, you know, uh, the central banks, you know, they, they, I, I, whether you like them or you don't, I'm not really opposed to them. But what I would say is, you know, the amount of money that has been printed over the last few years since coronavirus came around has been incredible. And you know, we have so much excesses and supply disruptions. So, you know, everybody acts like I think uh, President Biden said last month there was zero inflation. What do these people look at? Who is running this world? Who's running this country? The complete joke. I have a three-year-old that can do a better job. I mean, it just it just you gotta chuckle at it because if you don't, you could get upset. I don't get upset at anything. I just laugh at it and say, wow, this world is really upside down.
1: Okay. US dollar. It's the DXY is at one ten are we peaking here?
0: We haven't peaked yet. So the dollar mm. right now is still very strong. I had a, a GAN level about, uh, you know, in June, I said the dollar would go to, you know, 109, 110, and, and it would pull back. I said, the degree of the pullback will tell us more. It was not a big pullback. It was, a, it was just a fade down to around the 105 area, maybe the high 104s, and it, now it's bounced back up towards the 110 level. Seems to have a lot of trouble Getting through this 110 area, so you know if the dollar does start to fade and, and pull back, you know that people look at that as a positive for the markets because obviously a strong dollar you can't export as much, you know, you, you know it hurts the multinationals and uh, th- that that is true. But uh, the dollar right now is still holding up very very well. So you know I would not uh, get in front of the dollar. I do believe on a on a monthly chart basis it's very overbought and extended sometimes that can, that can last a while, you know? So right now the dollar's still holding firm. I don't have any level right now for the dollar, but it is at a 20 year high. Mm-hmm. What
1: about election season trades? Okay. You've watched many election cycles. What are the best trades to employ during an election season? We got it in two months here in the States.
0: Well, listen, you know, we've seen Normally, during an election cycle, you're going to get exactly what's happening. You'll get lower gas prices. You'll get all the things that make people feel better to think that an administration is doing good. But this administration might go down in history as the worst administration of all time. So it's it, it nothing. This this time around, I don't think it's it's quite the same as past cycles, um, just because there's been so much damage done. There's just been, you know, so much Chaos in the world. It, it, I I, this time a little. It's a little bit different. I I think right now the play is still the same. Whether the election, uh, regardless of the election, you know, any rip you get, you short equities. Any um, pullback in metals, you buy. You buy silver, buy platinum right now. Gold miners, I love. Even though I don't love gold yet, but I will love gold soon. So I love. I love the action in gold miners. I've been in several trades there. And I still like the gold miners long-term. So, you know, I think that's the playbook. This is not your normal election cycle because honestly, it's just, it's just not a normal, it's not a normal time in history. You know, at least it's not following the same path. Um, so I would, I would just recommend everybody to, you get big rips in the market, uh, you know, you sell into them. If you get oversold conditions, you buy them for trades quickly but you better be savvy. You got to know what you're doing on the charts. If you don't know what you're doing on the charts, just stay out. Just stay out. Keep your money in cash.
1: All right. So you're bullish gold miners, you're bullish silver. You said you're bullish oil right I'm now.
0: Ultra bullish silver. You're ultra,
1: ultra bullish silver. Okay. Ultra. And oil you're bullish on though, at least in the yeah. near term, you said. I
0: was just in an oil trade um, last week and I love I love oil down here in the low 80s. So oil gets back to the low 80s, like 81 or so. I'd be a buyer right there again.
1: Okay. And uh, and then if the U.S. is going to refill up the strategic uh, petroleum reserve, they're going to do it at eighty dollars and above, right? So there's more potential demand.
0: Well, now I think they. (laughs) I'm laughing because what a joke of an administration, right? You you tell everybody when you're filling up. I mean, honestly, (laughs) they they're going to fill up at eighty. So they say now they rescinded that. Now they said that you know that that wasn't uh, the case. So. um, but I love the eighty dollar level. I was a buyer before that statement even came out, and you know we, we had a quick pop. Uh, I goofed a little bit because I only sold half my position when I was up eight percent. It went up over ten percent, and then you know I didn't take it all off the table, and I got stopped out on my second half break even. But I'm I'm ready to put that that trade right back on. So you know as a trader, you know you get that luxury of of you know getting in and out. But uh, I love oil down here at this level, and you know, I think we go a lot higher.
1: Okay. Two more questions. Another thing you're bullish on besides what we've just talked about, if you could just name one thing for my audience.
0: I think I named everything that I'm, I'm bullish on right okay. now. If you want me to say what else I'm bullish on, I'm bullish on the QID, which is a, which is a short NASDAQ. <laughs> mm. So if you want to be short the NASDAQ, buy the QID. I'm bullish on that ETF. I like but that. But
1: only after bump, uh, significant jumps, you said.
0: Yeah, but I, right now we're, we're sliding. So we're going to, we should slide further. I think we'll slide easily into the end of the year. I don't, I don't, you know, see, I mean, there are going to be bounces here, but on any bounce, you buy that QID, um, you know, tech should go a lot lower.
1: Okay. And, uh, last 30 days, what is your best trade?
0: Well, that silver call option was probably the best trade. I mean, 60% in just a few days. I mean, that's, that's a home run. I'll take that. And, and I'm going to do that trade again. I'm ready to put that on. I don't know if I'll get it on today, but uh, it'll be on in the next few days. I think we'll do that trade again. But um, that, that by far is, you know, that's a really, really nice winner.
1: Okay. Uh, and volatility trade? You've kind of abandoned no, that one for now?
0: I have abandoned the volatility trade because my membership doesn't really have access to index futures. And for me to do it, it's, it would have to be with the, v, VI, with the VXX or the VXY, whatever they call those uh, long-lettered ETFs that trade, and they're very skewed. They're not good products. I think they're horrible products. I think they should almost be discontinued. So I, I, I don't, um, I have not done the volatility with them um, at this point in time.
1: Okay. Well, Nick's website is the money stocks.com Go there to find out more about what he does and what he offers. And also, you can follow him on Twitter. I will link to that below. Nick, always great chatting with you. Thanks for sharing your insights
0: with my audience. Uh, It's great to be here, Bill. Thank you very much.
1: The mining business is one that generates gigantic wealth. You know, a good drill hole that converts, might cost 50 or $100,000, and it might discover something worth a couple billion. There is no sector that I know of that has offered up as many predictable circumstances uh, where there was the possibility, certainly not the certainty, but the possibility of 10 for one returns as there is in small cap and micro cap mining stocks. Concomitant with that, if you don't do the